This is Sophie Dawson from SophieDawson.com and this is episode 181 of the Sophie Art Podcast. It's a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one today, well I hope this I hope the sound's gonna be alright. I'm actually walking I'm walking home and it seems a bit a little bit windy today. So hopefully the sound's alright. But this one here, I'm going to be talking about indecision. Because it's something that's been on my mind a bit lately. So I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Little Dennis isn't with us. He's at home again. I think he's, um... <laughs> I was going to say, no. Well, I think he's rest- resting. I think he's resting. With little kitty. But so let's get into this one. So I'm still doing my, I'm still getting to the car boot sales and stuff. And what happened is, well, I want to, I want to talk about something, which is about indecision. So I feel like what happens is, indecision is linked to intuition. So here's an example. You go into a shop, <laughs> a shop, and you, you see something. You see something that you want. So you, your intuition says, "Get it." It doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to be buying things, though. It could be. Um, this is a thing. It could be anything. This is just an example. So you, you see something and you pick it up. And it's, it's cheap. So your intuition says get it. But then what happens is, what I've noticed is, this is for me, something then comes in and starts saying what I think is negative things, but you could also look at it as potentially wise things. So it might start saying stuff like, that's a bit expensive, isn't it? Or do you... Do you really need that? Or something like that. But for me, the example was, well, I went to a car boot sale and I found eight mangas. It was a fairy tale manga. I actually had the anime of that. So I know it's a good one. So good morning, Mr. Magpie. There's a little magpie over there. You're supposed to say good morning to the magpies. <laughs> They're cool, huh? Oh, yeah, you can watch this on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson but the magpies have gone into the basketball court <laughs> how cool is that? imagine they started playing basketball that would be quite cool so I found these manga books there was eight of them 
And I said, how much are these? She said, five pounds. That's a bargain, that is. I knew it was a bargain, but for some reason I put it down. Well, I know why I put it down. What happened was I just bought a, a bundle of Roald Dahl CDs for six quid, and I didn't want to pay six quid. I only, I only I wanted to pay like two quid or something. But what happened was I felt a bit embarrassed to say no. <laughs> so what, what I think happened was because I had just paid £6 for something that I didn't really want to part of me said we can't pay £5 now even though I know I should have done so I put it down and I walked off and then the next day I kept thinking about it so this is the other part of it as well so I'm going to these car boot sales finding bargains and let's say I went and got 100 items and they were all bargains but I left, say, two on the table. What my mind does is, instead of being thankful for all these hundred bargains I got, my mind seems to focus on the, the two that I missed. It's weird. But so that indecision... Yeah, that, so this is the intuition. If I followed the intuition, I like the fact that intuition and indecision... They sort of, like, they like rhyme. I think there's something in that as well. So my, if I had followed my intuition, I would have just picked those books up and bought them. But I, these thoughts started coming into my head. And it stopped me buying them. So I missed out on a bargain there. So... It got me thinking, well, because it happened again and again. And then what's also happened is, I know this bloke walking towards me. <laughs> no, I don't. He looks like someone I know. Well, if I go into a charity shop, let's say I go into a charity shop and find a bargain. Let's say it's 50p. What well, well, I've noticed, I keep doing this, I pick it up. I look at it and I think, I want that. I put it back down and then I go home and I get home and I, I'll end up thinking, oh, I should have got that and I end up walking all the way back again. Whereas if I've just been decisive, so indecision, for me, indecision is, is costing me time and energy because there's lots of thoughts there's lots of thinking with indecision, but this goes a lot deeper than this. So I've noticed that I've actually got an issue with being indecisive. One of my affirmations in the morning is, I am decisive. I've, repeat, I've been repeating that for, must be about two years now, and I'm still indecisive. So I obviously don't believe that I am decisive. So for some reason, that affirmation isn't working. Hmm. It's a bit disappointing. But I've been sort of thinking about this a lot lately. And what I've noticed is... <laughs> I like it when dogs do that. They, um, they like... It's like they're loving their engines or something. Hello. <laughs> they do that thing where they, um... 
they um like what how would you describe that? With their back legs they sort of is it you know like road runner? He's getting ready to run, he runs on the spot. I like it when dogs do that with their back legs. And they start kicking up all the grass and stuff. It's cool. So I've noticed that I've been indecisive my whole life. A lot of my issues go back to being indecisive. In, for instance, Instagram. Let's take that as an example. I went through a phase of having my photos <laughs> and my artwork on Instagram. And I, I, well, I didn't post anything for ages because I didn't know whether to have my feed be just about my artwork or whether to have it of my photos as well. So because I couldn't decide whether to have my feed be with my photos and my artwork or whether to have two separate feeds, because I couldn't decide what to do, I didn't do anything. So for years, I didn't even go on Instagram just because I didn't know what to do. Whereas if I just made a decision... If I just said, well, I'm going to put them both together, that's what I did in the end. But even then, a few years later, I'm still sort of not sure whether I should have done that. But what I'm thinking is, I think sometimes the only way to get out of being indecisive is to make a decision and see what happens. So I guess in a weird way, by me coming home and saying, no, I'm not going to buy that bunch of manga books... I suppose I did sort of make a decision in a way. But that's the thing, when I got home I realised that it wasn't the right decision. But what happened is, I might have got home and it might have been the right decision. If I got home and checked those books and they, and they, were, they weren't worth a fiver, it would have been a wise decision. This is why I'm saying that this, this thing about the indecision, these thoughts that come in, it might actually be wisdom. So this is about this is a feeling thing. That's what this is. It's a feeling thing because you've got two feelings going on. You've got when I'm walking around a car boot sale, I've got the feeling of looking at something and sort of just knowing that it's it's worth something. But then what happens is I've then got in my head, I've got these thoughts saying things, saying it's not saying don't risk it. Basically, I think what it is, is the mind doesn't want me to risk buying things, even if it's only 50p. So what I need to start... I said to mum, this is what I said to my mum, I said, if I'm, if I'm at a car boot sale and I've got something in my hand, it obviously means I want it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have picked it up. So what I'm going to start doing is, if I pick it up, as long as it's not stupidly expensive, I'm, I'm just going to buy it. So what I'm hoping is next time, if I, I what I want is next time, I want me when the head says something. If I've got something in my hand and I put it back down, I put it back down because my mind said something. I'm hoping what I can do is I can actually remember to pick it back up and get it. That'd be a little bit of progress. 
But this, this goes even deeper than that. For instance, I've been at the gender clinic since 2014, so seven years. And what happened was this, I got to a point where I could have an operation to get rid of me willy. <laughs> what was that? I think I saw a little robin then. So at first I said, no, I don't want, um, I, I don't want to. And then I thought, oh, have I made the wrong decision? So then I said, yes, I want to. And then what happened then was, I've got another chance now, and I'm, I'm now, I can't decide. So it must be about six months now, I've just, I'm being indecisive about whether to have the operation. But I would say I'm 99.9% sure I'm not going to, because I don't need to. Again, the same inside of me that's the same. But what if you, what if you say no, and then you actually want to say yes? So I'm in this weird sort of limbo state. This actually happened back in when was it? 2014 again. Because when I started going to the gender clinic, it was just at the same time that I quit my job of 12 years because I took voluntary redundancy. What happened was. One night you we were all working out, almost like out of the blue, this lady comes in and she said, she said, oh, do you want to take voluntary redundancy? I think it worked out about £24,000. But, so, I, and I, the funny thing is, this is a synchronicity, I had just started drawing at that point and I'd sort of said to myself, I'm going to become a full-time artist. That was like my big goal. There's a pair of glasses on the, um, I'm going to take those, I think. Waste not, want not. I always um, wonder whether you should take things like that or not. A pair of glasses on a bench. I've sellotaped my glasses, my, the glasses I'm wearing at the moment, the sunglasses, I actually sellotaped them. Because, um, they're both a little bit. So what happened was this lady comes in and she called us all in the office one by one. But not all of us. It, it was a certain amount of people if you had been there long enough. So I'd actually been at that job for 12 years. Love a sign of birds. And she said, do you want to take voluntary redundancy? And in that, in that moment, I wanted to. I wanted to, but yeah, because I just sort of said to myself, I'm going to save all my money up for a year. This is what I decided. I'm going to save all my money up for a year. And I said to myself, I'll have about £20,000 if I save all my money up. And then I'm going to quit my job and try to become like a full-time artist. Well, what happened was, they offered me voluntary redundancy about a couple of weeks later. And it was the exact, a little bit more amount that I, would, I was going to get anyway if I stayed there so I, I had to make a decision stay at that job for three years I think it was three years and save up 20,000 or quit now the thing was I'd only just started drawing so I, if I stayed there for three years I, I reckon I would have got better at drawing but I don't know because I, I just started going to the gender clinic as well so everything changed at that point this is a thing. 
this is the thing. You're trying to make decisions, but you don't know what happens in the future. So really, every single decision that we make, we haven't got all the facts because the future is changing. So you might make a decision at the moment, which is the right one. So it might happen tomorrow and it's the wrong one. But then if you had made the wrong decision yesterday and so it happens today, all of a sudden that looks like the right decision. (laughs) How weird is that? This is the thing. So in a weird way, it doesn't really matter what you do, I don't think. But it does bother me being indecisive because it's, it's a waste of energy. The amount of energy that I'm spending thinking about things, that's the thing. I need to stop thinking about things. But at the same time, I feel like thinking about things is actually quite... For me, I get I learn a lot by thinking. This is why I like this podcast. This podcast is me sort of thinking out loud, really. So what happened was this lady came in and said, do you want to take voluntary redundancy? And in that moment, something said no. As soon as I said it, I thought, oh, I should have said yes. Because I really wanted to say yes. But I was scared to say yes. And then what happened was I went home. And as soon as I got home, I just knew I'd made the wrong decision. So then what happened was I spent the rest of the day trying to change my decision. Actually, what I did was I went back into work. Because I, I used to work nights at that point. I got home. Instead of going to bed like I normally did, I went back into work and at 9 o'clock in the morning and I spoke to the HR department and I said, look, I've, I said no last night, can I say yes? The thing is, I'd signed it and everything. So it wasn't, it wasn't sort of certain that I was going to get it. So think about that thing. They say very rarely do you get a second chance. So what happened then was she she basically come back in, this lady come back in. I can't remember exactly when. And she changed my decision. So I've got a sheet of paper at home where it says, because at the time I was Kevin Preston, it says, um, on the sheet of paper it says, <laughs> it's quite cool actually, it says, um, Kevin Preston has decided not to take voluntary redundancy. And then it's scribbled out and it says, has decided. <laughs> so either, so I've, I've actually got like um, a physical proof of my indecisions. But what I like about that is, for me, that was quite cool. Because I, so I think some people would have thought, oh, well, I can't, I've said no now. But I didn't. I thought, well, I've said no, but I'm going to try and say yes. In, in that moment, it's in the hands of the gods, I think. It's weird, though, these feelings you get. It's very weird, that. I like it. So, like, as I was walking home that day, having said no to voluntary redundancy, this, whole, this feeling got hold of me, inside of me. And it just, it was as if, it was as if there was a feeling inside of me saying, you've got to change your decision, you've made the wrong decision. What if that's something in the future on another timeline? What if it's like you in the future on the timeline, sort of saying, you've got to say yes to 
the redundancy to get yourself onto this timeline. I'm sure that's what's going on, something like that. It, it, and that's what the feeling is. The feeling is, is, your, is a version of you on a different timeline, trying to pull you into it. And maybe with these negative thoughts and stuff, is the versions of you on negative timelines trying to pull you into the other ones. And then what I've also thought is, what if me not buying those manga books at the weekend, also they had a vintage Cluedo for a quid. Again, I looked at it and I thought, I've got, I've got to get that, but I didn't. What, what my mindset was, my mind said, you won't be able to carry that. What happened later was, I bought a 3,000 piece puzzle for three quid, which was in a much bigger box than the Cluedo. So I thought about that. Well, I thought, what, why didn't the mind say that the, the puzzle box was bigger than the... that was too big as well? So it's obviously lying. There's something inside of me lying. But then I also thought to myself, what if the reason I said no to those manga books is so that now I would do a podcast talking about how I said no to these manga books but I should have said yes because those manga books are worth about 40, 50 quid so you could have sold those for quite a lot of a profit so then I also think this gets a little bit weird here what if the reason you get that feeling in that what if the reason I got that feeling of having to pick up those manga books was because I actually didn't pick them up but in the future, which is now, I'm talking about how I didn't pick them up and that's sort of sending some sort of signal back into the past when I'm looking at the manga books because because I know, because there's a part of me which is the part of me here in the future which knows that they're important. But that's why I didn't get them because if I had got them, I wouldn't be talking about them now on the podcast. And what's also good is... I'm going to learn from this. So in the future, if I'm walking around a car boot sale or something and I see a, a bundle of manga books, I might go to put them back down. But I'll say, ah, do you remember last time? And so in a weird way, you're always learning. And how do you not know? The next bundle of manga books, you might get like 20 for a fiver. <laughs> so you might end up getting even better ones. And also, how do you not know those 20 manga books might have the eight manga books that you would have bought anyway. I love it when things like that happen. Something like that happened the other day. What was it? Oh, no. no. I can't remember. I saw something. I thought, oh, wish I got that. Oh, I know what it was. So, it wasn't the last one. It was the week before. We went to this, me and my mum went to a car boot sale. And they had these LPs, like vinyl records. And they were a quid each. And there was a Disney one in there. And I looked, again, I got that feeling of, oh, I should get that. For some reason, I didn't get it. And then when I got home, I kept thinking about it, thinking, oh, I should have got that. And then what happened then was, this is what's cool, we went to a different car boot sale, and the bloke who was selling these vinyl records was, was actually at this, this other one. And he had the box of vinyl records on the floor. The Disney one was still in there but he had reduced the price to 60p. <laughs> so I thought, oh, this is brilliant. So what's happened now is I've got the vinyl record, but I've actually got it 40p cheaper. 
So again, how do you not know that, well, for me, I'm pretty sure everything's happening for a reason. I'm quite excited, actually. It's a horrible feeling when you... It's a horrible feeling for... I'm going to actually have to sit with that feeling. Try and, it's that feeling when you, you've got something in your hand. Imagine this. Imagine you've got it in your hand. Let's say you've got it in your hand... I don't know, keys to the universe or something. But you don't realise you've got it in your hand. You put it back down. Somebody else picks it up. And then all of a sudden you find out it's the keys to the universe. That feeling of knowing that you had the keys to the universe in your hand and you put them back down. It's a horrible feeling. But it goes back to that thing again. Must be a reason. A little park. It's quite cool today. That's it, really, then, for this one, I think. There's a little, um, little dolphin. You know those, um, I like those as well. Yeah, in kids' parks, you get these little um, things that you can sit on, on springs. You can go back and forth. You can actually... I went on one of those about... must have been ten, ten years ago or something with my sister. <laughs> when we were quite old. Like we, were, we must have been about 30 or something. And we were welcome to this. You can actually get that thing to touch the floor. So you can go backwards and forwards on that thing and it goes right back. But I thought, well, what I thought was, imagine if you was on that and the spring come out of the ground. You can't find anyone out. Or the, the animal come off the spring or something. It must happen from time to time. I wonder how they test those. Well, I think that's it for this one. It's about indecision and things like that. So it's again, it's this weird thing where being indecisive is a negative. For me, it's a negative, but there's all, there's elements of positivity in it. So it's not really negative. It's just annoying. And that's it for this one. So. Well, I've still got me. I've still got me. Imagine FX magazines on me, on me YouTube. There's a little bowling green down here as well. I've always wanted to do that. Grass bowls. It's quite cool. Quite peaceful. <laughs> Loads of bodies. Up for a cat, so. I think cats are more cooler. I've always thought dogs are a little bit stupid. I was talking about that yesterday. Cats are more sort of... Um, for me, cats are just cool. I'd like to live on a planet where cats 
rules. That'd be fun. Exciting. I feel like cats are really fearless, whereas dogs are a bit more just chilled out. But I like I like fearlessness. I think that's more adventurous. So I'm going to try and do a haul video on the YouTube scene, showing all the stuff I've got. I've actually try and sort it all out at the moment. It's a, it's a bit of a mess, my room. But I hope you enjoyed this one. As I said last week, my mind's all over the place at the minute and I feel like I'm going through a sort of a... Well, you could call it some sort of midlife crisis, maybe. It's either a midlife crisis, a transition phase, or something like that. All the leaves are blown off the trees. Looks brilliant, it does. Looks like it's um, raining leaves. All that's left is this week's inspirational quote. And, well, I haven't got one for this one. I can't decide. <laughs> How cool is that? This week's inspirational quote is, I can't decide. Thank you. 